0: I got, uh, we've got Charlie's Steak, Steakery, Steak, the Cheese Steak Place. Charlie's, yeah, yeah. oh, Charlie's, whatever. I was taking a shit crying, just like, <laughs> oh my god. And a little assistance. Just hardwire that fucker in.
1: Excellent point. Welcome to the f- Fumble Through the engine. Welcome to the Fumble, Fumble Through the End Zone podcast.
0: Welcome to the Welcome to the Fumble Through the End Zone podcast. My name is Sean O'Connor, and with me again on the program, Uncle Johnny. Hey, fellas, how you doing? Doing well. Good. And Johnny Graham. Hello. Also, real quick, before we get started, just want to wish those that celebrate a happy Veterans Day, myself, Johnny, and our our good buddy, Eric, all veterans of the Air Force. Johnny's still serving. Thank you, buddy. As well as both of my grandfathers, my mom's dad and my uh, dad's dad both served, as well as my Uncle Wayne. So to all of you, thank you very much for your service, and uh,
2: we're glad you're with us today.
1: Absolutely. Well...
2: Yeah. And thank you, gentlemen. I was going to say the same. Happy okay. Veterans Day to you both.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you
0: much. very much. It's a weird thing to be thanked for because it was literally my last choice after flunking out of college. So <laughs> uh, it panned out for me, but I mean it wasn't really like I, I did it in a, in a moment of the nation's need. I was like, well, shit, I got to find a job. Uh, <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> they'll pay
0: for college and pay me to go through training. OK, sounds good. No. Which in reality was like my college experience.
1: <laughs> it was. That's what it was, man. First few years. I mean,
0: tech going from basic training to tech school. Tech school was like you know your sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. Our time at Langley was definitely like junior year, where you're like, oh, I know what I'm doing, but now I can get drunk as much as I want, and nobody will notice.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then well, Korea was was they senior noticed. year. It
0: was like, oh, I can do my job. I can die. Eric was going to the desert at that point, so he could die way more often than we could. Yeah. So it was one of those things where it was like, oh, I can do my job. I can die. I'm a senior. Uh, so and since we were in Korea, Korea we were able to, still able to drink. So it worked out. Yeah. But a um, lot of sports chat to get to today. We got college football. We got pro football. We got MLB just started their free agency season as well as maybe, if we have the time, recap of uh, WWE Crown Jewel from last weekend. So uh, stick with us, folks. We got a lot. But what we're going to jump right into is the college football news of the week. So last week, three big games, in my, in my opinion, uh, really sh- shook up the top four of the college football playoff rankings. Uh, we'll start first with uh, the game down in Baton Rouge. With the LSU Tigers in overtime beating the Alabama Crimson Tide in, in a classic football game. It was a fantastic game to watch. Great game. Uh, when I wasn't watching the Notre Dame game, 32 uh, 31. Uh, great game. Uh, Brian Kelly got to hand us the man. Great job down there. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of tough for Alabama. They've lost two games on the road in hostile environments by a combined four points. And they're not going to go to the playoffs. So, really, oh. not uh, a tough situation for those guys.
1: Everyone I talked to this week after the game uh, that follows college football at all, that was the thing they were the most happy about. Alabama, <laughs> not going to be at the top four. Uh, and it was a fun game to watch. You weren't kidding, man. Like, I had a, I had a lot of good, like, fun watching that shit. Overtime? I love college overtime, too. So much better. They went for it on two. Like, they went for two. Yeah, they yeah. went for two, yeah. They yeah. had two, yes. It was a yeah. smart play by Kelly. Yeah, that was cool. Were you so happy Kelly got that win? I was. I mean, he. you know, he's my hero.
0: And so just <laughs> seeing, seeing him happy is what really matters the most to me. And uh, he did it. Uh, he finally beat <laughs> he,
2: Uh He finally beat him, Sean. He finally <laughs> beat Saban just with the fucking L.C. Tigers.
1: Yeah, just uh, with purple in the uniform. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he finally had a good team. Oh, fuck <laughs> Oh,
2: Johnny. <laughs> oh, what
0: a prick.
1: Nah. How are them
0: Browns doing? Anywho. <sighs> They're uh, going to get
1: stopped later God. this week.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, get I know. There. All right. But no, uh, truly a great football game. I, I would watch that. If that was a game that I could watch 12 times a season, I would watch it every fucking time because it's just such a fun game. Those two teams are so – recruit so well in that southeastern corridor. They have these kids that have been playing against each other their entire lives. And it's a game, and I I hate this saying because it's just such a stupid saying, but it's a game that compared to others that are like major rivalries outside of maybe, you know, Ohio State-Michigan, it is a game where it just seems to mean more even in years when the teams aren't as good as each other. And this year they both are very, both are top 10 programs. So it it was just a great game to watch. Yeah. I agree. Couldn't say it any better, but um, that leads us to another sec game that I was super excited to watch, but within 30 minutes was super Super bored bored by by. Uh, UGA flat out handled. Tennessee yeah. um Tennessee's having a great season they did they did really well in beating Bama they've had some good wins but they just you could tell there was definitely a talent difference in this game um I mean there's a reason UGA is the defending national champs Is a reason that they're I mean spoiler alert uh number one in the country now um they're a fantastic football team with fantastic talent led by good coaches, as much as I make fun of Kirby Smart. Um, But, I mean, that's not the only win Georgia got this week. Uh, Herschel Walker's in a runoff with Raphael Warnock. So big things happening for the University of Georgia.
1: Um, Just the state of Jordan.
0: (laughs) Herschel Walker can't put together – this is not a Republican-Democrat thing. This is simply a statement. Herschel Walker can't put together a coherent sentence – Yet he's going to be the the senator of Georgia. Whatever, it's fine. It's it's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> people are people vote, and that's what they vote for. It was whatever. All right, last big game of the weekend. Uh, in my opinion, think- Clemson traveled to South Bend, Indiana. Temperature was good. There was you could not say it was a cold game. You can't say anything else. Clemson lost handedly to show up. Yeah. No, no. I think they showed up. They, they just got beat by a better team. Um, (laughs) frankly, um, here's the thing with that game. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the way to word this. I don't. Yes. Notre Dame one 35, 14. I think that score is a bit misleading going into the fourth quarter. It was only 14 to nothing. And at that point, LSU's, I mean, Clemson, pardon me, Clemson's defense had given up one touchdown. Another touchdown was on a block punt. That was returned for a score by a guy I highlighted on the podcast last week, Prince Collie. no big deal. Um, but that game was, I don't think it was as, Notre Dame did what they needed to do and they won that game handedly. But I don't think it was as big of a difference until the fourth quarter. Yeah, the pick thrown by the by the by the uh, freshman that replaced DJ for the one drive that led to the second offensive touchdown. Then the next drive, uh, DJ made Oogalaga like for Clemson, made a bad pass, picked off, ran back to the house for a touchdown. So it wasn't like. I mean, Clemson could have made that, you know, a much closer game at that point. But I mean, they didn't. Uh Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was very happy with the win. Very excited. Was jumping up and down, watching that game last weekend in my basement. Sade even yelled at me via text. (laughs) It's like, you're never (laughs) allowed to get mad at the kids for getting loud again playing anything. Because when Benjamin, uh, Benjamin Williams, or as I call him Benji now, when he intercepted that pass and took it back to the house, I basically ran around my basement and did like 14 laps. It was amazing. (laughs)
1: I can only picture that, man. I, that was fun. I, I didn't watch the whole game, but I think getting all your text, I, I knew what was going on in the game. Um, super happy for you. That's a big win for you guys, too. And they knocked them down quite a bit, didn't it? It did. Which I know we'll get to later. And it I want to say, too, because uh, I didn't get a chance, but that uh, just going back to the Tennessee game real quick, you guys had me so hyped for that game last after last week's show, so I was like, "This is going to be a fucking great game." I was all excited. I had snacks and everything, and then it was like, "Yeah, like you said, thirty minutes in," and I was like, "I wonder what other games are on." <laughs> <laughs> I, I put I
0: put on that Oregon game. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, Uncle Johnny, you probably watched that game a bit more clear headed than I was at the time. I was probably a few beverages in. Um. <laughs> What did you think of the Clemson-Notre Dame game?
2: Well, look, guys, and if I just let me know if I'm clattering, <laughs> if I'm coming through uh, I get a bad internet connection. Um, Well, sure, anytime you could shut down any program for three quarters, you know, your defense is playing well. It says that I'm unstable. So, I mean, as much as, you know, the game was as close as it was, their, their defense played really well.
0: Oh, out of their minds! Yeah, absolutely.
2: So, so I mean, just to even say that the score wasn't indicative. You know, they still outscored them twenty-one fourteen in last. You know, in the last quarter, so they That's they true. beat them thoroughly the whole. They beat them thoroughly the whole game. Very proud. Like I had texted you that night, though. I had wished the game meant more for Notre Dame at the time. You know, yeah. I mean, maybe if they were a one-loss team, or if they had no losses either. But in the same regards, I don't know. With a little more pressure, maybe they—you know what—they really they had nothing to prove. It was, just, you know, they came out and they played hard the whole way. If there was a little more pressure, I wonder what the outcome would have been.
0: That's fair. I'll, I will the, s-
2: It saves the season, though it definitely does.
0: Well, I'll say this as well, though. Well, I, I agree with you on what you're saying with for this season. Like you wish it meant more.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: This was the biggest grouping of top tier recruits they had on campus all season. So I think it means more for the program regarding the future. So
2: yeah. and they all see it. They were all there for it. and They will watch it. Yes. They, they uh, saw I, how I, that I,
0: crowd I, reacted. I'm, I'm sure they saw stuff on Twitter about how Notre Dame fans were reacting to it. And then they saw the storm in the field and they saw how crazy it got. Um, this is I'm definitely, sure they saw some shit afterwards. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: definitely. Um, <laughs>
0: I mean, I think there's a strip club in South Bend. I'm sure they had a good time.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me ask you guys this as fans. Does this get you more excited for next season after this win? It gets me more
0: excited for the rest of this season. I'll tell you why. This weekend they play Navy. Navy is not good this year. The triple option is always tough. But Marcus Freeman, uh, I forget where he was coaching. Cincinnati somewhere gave up like 569 yards to Navy. Uh, Navy's run attack. And he mentioned this week, he was like, that number still haunts me as a defensive coordinator when he was a defensive coordinator. He's like, this game has been circled on the calendar for me. Okay. So they're 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 intent on winning this game and winning it handedly. So that's first. Second, the following week, he got senior senior day, uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving, and that's against Boston College. Boston, Boston College is awful this year. Like terrible. Like, I, I know we lost to Marshall, we lost to Stanford. I get it. But like if if you lose to BC this year, you you are you got problems. Uh, but after beating Syracuse handily, North Carolina handily, Clemson, Clemson. handily, I feel confident that Notre Dame should beat Boston College and their former quarter and Notre Dame's former quarterback Phil Jakovic handily in that game as well. Mm-hmm. The last week of the season, which will decide if Notre Dame has a shot to have their fifth straight ten win season uh, with a bowl game berth. After that, is against USC. And their new head coach, uh, uh, Lincoln Riley, who left Oklahoma to go to USC. Yeah. Clemson had the seventh best run defense in the country coming into their game against Notre Dame. And Notre Dame's offensive line owned them mm-hmm. all game. So the two of them, almost 300 yards rushing. Our quarterback threw 85 yards in that game. And we won.
2: So he was nine for 17. That was it. Yep.
0: With 85 yards one TD pass, and one rushing touchdown for our quarterback. USC's defense is like 100th in the country. Hmm. We're going to put up points. We have a better defense than any team in the Pac-12, and they're probably going to have some confidence coming into that game based on the fact that we lost to Stanford. But mind you, we lost to Stanford by only giving up 16 points. The problem was our offense in that game. Uh-huh. So it's like, I, I feel like Notre Dame could still get to 10 wins this year. So I'm very excited. After this game and winning the way they did, I just hope they keep that energy. It's hard to keep 18 to 22-year-olds always in the zone. But if, you, if Freeman can, and I think he can, I have a ton of confidence in, in, in them getting to 10 wins this season. So, and that means a ton for the future. So yes, dependent on the next three weeks of the season and their bowl game, I'm very excited for next year.
2: Good. Well said if they if they win out, it's just it's a really successful season. Yeah. Despite despite the two losses early on.
0: I mean the Ohio State game, nobody expected us to win. And we exactly. and we were beating them into the fourth
1: quarter. They put up a fight that game.
0: <clears throat> so they did. I, I mean. Every team their first year is going to have missteps. Look at Brian Kelly in, in, in LSU. Yes, he beat Alabama, but he had his misstep in Florida. He had his bad game against Tennessee. Uh, he had his bad game. Oh, no, he beat Florida handedly. My apologies. He, he had his bad game in Tennessee, and he lost opening weekend to Florida State in a game they should have, should won, have won by them. a million. Um, so every team's going to go through that. But once you get that going and get into the system and get more comfortable – I think this says a ton about the the coaching staff. Nobody's leaving next year. Tommy Reese isn't leaving. Our our, our, our new special teams coordinator isn't leaving. Our defensive coordinator isn't leaving. Like, these guys are all going to stick around. Yeah. And that builds that continuity. I mean, I think Marcus Freeman potentially, and I know I'm getting ahead of the jump here. He was the guy I wanted last year when Kelly left. He's the guy I still want for this team. And I think he could have a very successful, we'll say 15 years as head coach as Donor Dame. I truly believe that. Does it happen? I don't know. Him and I are the same age. So that'll be fun to watch. Maybe he'll recruit Riley someday. I don't know. But <laughs> it's, I, I, I'm very excited about watching this team going forward with this young coaching staff and how they can relate to the youth of today and how they can bring in top-tier talent that not only is top-tier talent, but can also make the grades at Notre Dame to where they're, they're graduating these kids that are, are capable of going out into the world and making a difference. I know that sounds corny, especially as a guy who's not a graduate of the school, but I've invested a lot of time and money at school <laughs> over the years. So I feel I feel a bit of a connection. So that, those, those are my thoughts on Notre Dame over the next few years, hopefully. Cool. I do wonder about Clemson. Where they're going, I don't hate Clemson like I do Alabama. I don't hate them like I hate Michigan. Um, I'm not the biggest Dabo Sweeney fan, but I I do enjoy this rivalry. This is a fun. This is becoming a fun rivalry uh, between the two schools, and uh, I hope that they continue to be good because I've never had a problem with Clemson. I was rooting for Clemson before they were good um, because they were always that underdog in the ACC. So I would I would like to see them continue to stay good. Plus, I had a bunch of friends that are Clemson fans, so I, I, I enjoy the back and forth. So we'll see what
2: happens. It's it's hard though when Trevor Lawrence isn't your quarterback anymore. It really is. I mean, it he was a, one of the best college quarterbacks of all time. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. But you see that, and as a freshman, you know that's yeah. and you, and you see you. So you see what happens. A lot of team success is definitely tied. It's good
0: up until you start talking and then it can't catch up to you.
2: Uh-oh. Uh oh. Is that what happened that time? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guarantee
0: it was a good point, too. And I feel bad.
2: <laughs> no, no, I'm just oh. talking about the quarterbacks. That's it. Yeah.
0: That's it. I feel bad for DJ. I can't say his name. I feel bad for that kid because he's not a bad quarterback. He's just not what they've had going back to the Sean Watson and Trevor Lawrence. And now him, he's good, but he's not their level. And so everybody's comparing him to the two of them as college quarterbacks. And it's like, that's not fair, man. Like he's a different guy. Like, and unfortunately he's a bit more limited than those two were.
1: I mean, maybe he improves in the next couple of years. I I think he transfers after this year.
0: Yeah, I do. I think he transfers. Probably to a place like U.S. Well, not USC because Spencer Rattler's still there. Uh, but I, I I, have a feeling he's going to transfer out of function. Okay. So, they, I mean, they got a couple more five stars on the roster. So, like the kid who threw the pick against – in the one drive he had, Kipnick, uh, he's a five-star recruit. I mean, I'm sure Dabo is going to give him more opportunities as the rest of the season uh, progresses. So, we'll see what happens. Right. But saying all of that, let's get to the new rankings. Uh, we will – the top 10 uh at number 10 this week dropping six spots are those clemson tigers at number nine this week i think dropping six spots or i mean dropping three or four spots can't remember exactly where they were last week are the alabama crimson tide at eight is usc uh moving up one spot at seven moving up three spots is lsu at six moving up two spots is oregon At five, dropping four spots, is Tennessee. At four, moving up, I want to say two spots, three spots, uh, TCU. Great. At three is Michigan, moved up two spots. At two is Ohio State. They stayed the same. And number one, as we said before, is the University of Georgia, moving up two spots after their victory over Tennessee. Which I don't I, see changing. No, I think I think the top four is good right now. I don't disagree with Tennessee only dropping a five. They still have the win over Bama. Oregon has a loss. LSU has two losses. I'm shocked USC isn't above LSU, but that win against Bama does hold more weight than any of USC's wins. So, yeah.
1: How far do they drop if Notre Dame beats them this weekend? Or oh, at that's it. The... End a, of the, end.
0: the uh, it depends on where I guess they are. It doesn't at the matter t- because I mean, yeah, it, 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 it'll depend. A on the well, yeah it won't matter because they'll have two yeah. losses at that point. So every, right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I told I sent you guys what I thought the top ten would be before after Saturday's games, and except for two spots, I nailed it. So I'll yeah, take that. And it. I'll, I'll
1: take that to the bank. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that was awesome. Do you see any of these teams in the top four having any issues going the rest of the way, staying where they're at? Well, Michigan has to play Ohio State and vice versa. So so, so there's going to be a different
0: top four again. Depends on the outcome of the game. If it's close, you mean? Yeah. They may just swap. Say you get an Alabama LSU. Okay. 32-31. And say Ohio State wins it. I don't see Michigan falling further than five.
1: But they're still having a playoff. When when do they play?
0: Uh, The same weekend Notre Dame plays USC, so Thanksgiving weekend. Okay.
2: That's good.
0: Yeah, last game of season, uh, regular season. Okay. But also the following week you have all the conference championship games. Yes. So say TCU is still number four, but they lose to, I don't know, Oklahoma State. We'll just throw that school out there. I, I think they're within the top three. Uh, of those teams, uh, but say they lose to Oklahoma State, you know they'll drop. Michigan could still get in, so I don't think Michigan losing a, or Ohio State losing a close one to uh, vice versa. I don't think either one of them losing a close game necessarily means they're out of the playoff. Okay. Um, lot lot of football still to be played. Um, I think TCU has a big game this week. They'll determine a lot of aspects of how the rest of their season goes so uh let's get into that we'll get into the top 10s games this week and other games i find interesting um so at tonight at 9 30 not just kicking off right around now colorado at usc um Mm. uh i hate to be blunt about this but i I only put this game in the listing because USC is in the top 10 okay this isn't going to be close. Not even a little bit. Um, 12 o'clock on Fox. Another game I put in uh, this tomorrow for uh, because they're in the top 10, Indiana at Ohio State. This would be a really fun basketball game to watch. <laughs> but football, I, it, it's, we're going to go with the same score. They beat uh, uh, Toledo. Toledo by, yeah, 77-21. <laughs> all right at 12 on CBS Mizzou at Tennessee I'm interested in this game not just because Tennessee's in the top five but because I want to see how they respond after the loss to Georgia okay do they do they come out flat do they play hard do they you know is it close late do they you know just handle I want to see how they respond
1: All right. That's fair. I'd like to see that one. You said that's at 12? Yep. Okay.
0: There's a couple, there's like four good games at 12. Another one at 12, LSU. Big win against Alabama. Again, even if they were outside the top 10, I'm interested in this because I want to see how they play after that big emotional win uh, at Arkansas. <clears throat> All right. Arkansas is not very good. They do have some talent, but they, they have not shown it this year. i it's a classic rivalry game, and I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how LSU comes out. If all you right. look back to Brian Kelly's past teams when Notre Dame had big wins, I'll go back to 2012 when Notre Dame beat Oklahoma on the road. The next week against BYU was a very tightly contested ballgame. And obviously, it uh, not obviously, but it definitely seemed like the team was flat after that game because of all the emotion going into it. Of playing that at that level in Norman and this, that, and the other. If you go into a game against a team that's quote unquote lesser, it, you can come out like going through the motions. So I could see that happening. Um, at 12, the game I'll be watching, Notre Dame at Navy in Baltimore.
1: That'd be fun. You going to the game?
0: I am not. I, I would have loved to have, but the boys, uh, Post-season uh, football party is tomorrow afternoon at 3. Gotcha. So you'll have uh, to, you get to see the end of the game, hopefully. I'll, I'm take them. So hopefully by uh, the third quarter, the game's in hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're going to have your phone out checking on stuff.
0: Yeah, I will be. And people will be like, what's going on? I'm like, Notre playing in really the close. All right, leave me alone.
1: Uh, <laughs> Go have fun, boys. Go have fun.
0: Yeah. At 3.30, Nebraska's at Michigan. I won't be watching that. Uh also at 3 30. I will be watching this game once I get home. Alabama at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is lo- number 11 in the country. Uh Kiff, I, I want, I'll watch that game just for the Kiff and Saban uh rivalry. So I'm I'm down for that one. That's always a fun one. Nice. Plus, plus, they love hot toddies in uh, in Oxford, so I'm I'm good with that. Uh, <laughs> 3:30. This is another interesting game because we'll see where their emotions are, um, and not only that, this the team they're playing can be explosive offensively. Louisville at Clemson. Okay. Again, want to see how they come out emotionally. Are they are they there to just whip ass like they should, or are they going to be
1: deflated
0: from the previous packing week? it in? Yeah. Um. 3.30 on ESPN Plus, big game. App State at Marshall. <laughs> big game, big game. Big, big game in the Southern.
1: See the over-under on that one?
0: <laughs> I, I think 47. <laughs> oh, <okay>. uh,
1: <laughs> I have no idea.
0: <laughs> and then at 7 p.m., uh, UGA at Mississippi State.
1: UGA is going to win. To me, it sounds like the most exciting game you've list, like talked about is the Notre Dame game this weekend. Alabama-Ole Miss. Is it, though? What are they playing for at this point? <laughs> uh,
0: in case LSU somehow loses a game the rest of the okay. way, they're playing for a shot at the SEC title game.
1: Okay. I'll watch uh, That's
0: what I'll watch. At seven is Washington at Oregon. That's on Fox. And then 7.30 on ABC. I'll be watching this one. I think this one's an interesting game. TCU at Texas. Okay. That'll be fun. So you got a 12 o'clock game. You got a 3.30 game and a 7.30 game. That all could be interesting. All right. Uh, leading what, what,
1: Is Texas, they're not, are they ranked at all?
0: Number 18 in the playoff
1: uh, poll. Okay. So that could be a good game be another shakeup. So TCU loses the Texas who drops into the top four. If Tennessee wins, they do. They're back in it.
0: Yeah. All right. So, but going into next week, my top four and you guys let me know if you think differently, I'm going to go with what they already have.
2: Yeah. Nothing changes. No.
0: I, I, I yeah. The only thing that could change is if Alabama loses to Ole Miss,
1: they'll just drop further down.
0: Yeah, and Ole Miss will move in the top ten.
1: Dude, Alabama, man, what is going on? If they lose a the third game, I mean, is that like the first time in in uh, hmm. like has that happened? With, it, with it's happened Saban before there?
0: under Saban, um, but it's been a while.
1: Okay, it's like he's coaching the Dolphins again. You <laughs> can <It's the> only help <laughs>
0: <hope. laughs> Well man with the new NIL I mean, You just can't get the same kind of players anymore
1: That's what it all is All because uh, of that
0: <laughs> Anybody have any more points on college football Before I move forward
1: No bud I think you got it all
2: Sean can you hear me I can Sean Yep had that ranking been different, Georgia and Tennessee, and the same outcome, you think Tennessee still ends up at five?
0: I do. Okay. I
2: do mainly
0: – so if so you're saying if Georgia was one if it was Tennessee up, one, three. was three,
2: Correct.
0: I, I, I still think they dropped to five. Okay. The one loss, you got to move TCU up. Wait, the I, I get it. Yeah. in a power five. And they're undefeated. Uh, you have to move them up. But uh, not only that, Ed, Georgia handled them the entire game.
2: Oh, no, no. I, yeah, I know that. So. And it really should have been the other way around. It should have been one three. I agree. The other way.
0: I think yeah. it gave the committee a, a reason to drop uh, Tennessee down to five instead of dropping them further. Right. So say Tennessee was three and that same game played out the exact same way. Yeah, this, pre- sure. this prevents there being like, well, they've lost to Georgia by this much. Why aren't they seven? You know what I mean? Like, I so-
2: get that. yeah, not true.
0: Yeah, it kind of gave okay. the, the, the committee an
1: out.
2: Okay, so maybe
0: uh, let's that's say that's we why get they to the college. It. Oops, sorry, maybe. Yeah,
1: no, we no. get to the college playoffs and it comes down to Georgia, Ohio State. Who are you taking? That Georgia,
0: yeah, the I Definitely. mean. The, I've seen Ohio State play, and I've seen Georgia play. I think Georgia's the better team, has better talent. All
1: right. I did see an article today point. about how Georgia is now basically the Alabama from 2011 to 2021. We'll see what happens. Interesting. Well, here's the thing with them.
0: They're going to get all of the kids in the state of Georgia that were going elsewhere.
2: Definitely. Yeah.
0: And if you look at, like, a lot of Alabama's rosters over the years, or or teams like Clemson or whomever, a lot of kids from the state of Georgia on those teams. Georgia is very much a powerhouse of college uh, of football. I know yeah. a lot of people are like, well, Alabama and this and uh, Georgia never wins the big one. And yet. now now they have. So uh, yeah, it's true. But so those kids will stay home. A lot easier. Yep. All right, let's move on to the pro game. Um, so some things from last weekend. What do we think of Justin Fields? Kid seems to be coming into his own, huh?
1: Dude looked awesome, <laughs> and he got yelled at by the coach and told to stop it.
0: <laughs> oh, the Miami coach, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Um, it was fun, man. He's fun to watch. I think they found their guy. I think they just need to build around him. Like, yeah, I I, I, I mean. You the wish they were
0: there, Cole comment Darnell Mooney. They definitely seem to have built something.
1: Yeah. Even the last, he threw it up at the end of the game, kind of in a Hail Mary almost to chase. Uh, I mean, it looked like pass interference the entire way uh, for the Miami Dolphins, but um, Justin Fields, man. I, I think the Bears got their guy. I think they're in rebuild mode. Just getting the team around him. They probably shouldn't have traded the defensive players that they had, but they'll get them in the draft and they'll find people to make it up. But, you know, suddenly they're kind of scary in a very, very, uh, well, I can't say wide open NFC North because the Vikings have kind of run away with it at this point, but they could always catch up. They got to play them another time.
0: I I just don't think they have the defensive guys to get there now. Um, I I agree with that. They they sold too quickly and then bought too quickly all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's clicking
1: for him. Like, no,
0: absolutely. But no, I, I'm happy to see Fields playing well. It makes me feel good because I've I've spoken, I've talked him up for two years now. So
1: uh, <laughs> Eric has to be f- happy with how he's. Oh,
0: I, I agree. And if you put him on the Jets, Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, I can't. I bet you can't wait to talk about the Jets this week.
0: <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh Titans, better than we thought, or Kansas City not as good as we thought.
1: I don't know. Um, I don't think better. I think because who was their starting quarterback? I can't remember the kid's name. Malik Willis. Was he he started? I don't know. I'm asking you. I, I, didn't think, watch I think he started because Tannehill yeah. was out. Um,
0: he think did. they win that game if Tannehill's in?
1: I don't know. I mean, the offense just looked a little different with Malik in. Um, I don't know. I think the Chiefs are weird. Sometimes they just have amazing games, and then sometimes they stutter a bit. And then they,
2: they never cover. They never cover a big spread ever.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a great never. point. So I don't. I don't want to say t- Tennessee's better that's than all I bet thought. thought. I'll probably say Kansas is worse than we thought if anything. I mean
2: Tennessee beat the Raiders, the Colts, the Commanders, the Colts again and the Texans.
0: Yeah. Not so really they play, a... they're, they're playing the powerhouses of the league, huh? Exactly.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's so And they lost to the Giants, the Bills and the Chiefs.
1: Are Tennessee so the three teams, teams above
2: 500, they lost
1: <laughs> to you. Are they leading yeah. their division? Tennessee yeah. I wish my team was in that division.
2: They should be, yeah, five 5-13. They play the Broncos next.
1: Yep.
0: Ugh, that's gonna be a fun one. I'm sure it'll be broadcast here in Baltimore. So just make me <laughs> super excited for Sunday. Channels. Fuck this. Yeah, the weekend that the red zone isn't free here. Uh, <laughs> so, the Raiders are bad. Terrible. Yeah. They are a bad football. Like I thought, like I thought they could play with the cult with, with the Saints. I'm sorry, with the Saints, uh, they can't. Uh, as we saw, they got shut out. Uh, that team is fucking awful. And now Hunter Renfro is on the IR.
1: Oof. Yeah, not good. They're not good. You seen? There's like a meme out there, and there's like four or five games this year, and it shows the score in the first half, and then the score in the second half. And they're leading, and then they lose it at the end. And that's what happened
2: me. last week against the Jaguars. Same thing.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot they played the Jaguars last week. The
0: Saints was two weeks ago. That's my bad. Yeah, uh, yeah but they were up 17 nothing, And then
1: lost it all.
2: It's fucking terrible. That's what I'm saying.
1: Johnny's right. Yep. Yeah. 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 And that's why the Chiefs will win their division. So you got people, you got the Raiders, and you got the, the Broncos who can't do anything either.
0: And the Chargers who
1: are not as even as close good as people team. thought. Yeah. yeah. So they can be, you God, know, God
0: people cool. love that kid, man. Love him. Justin. I don't get it. He's he's a he's a slightly better Zach Wilson.
1: Yeah, I think it's just he's got a good arm and I don't know, dude. I don't know. He's in, he's LA, in L.A., but you got, yeah. you're in New he's York. Big, so he's a
2: about. big kid. He's big.
1: Yeah.
0: He, he, no, knows. he is, but I think that was kind of the big thing with him coming out when he did was that he was, what, he's like 6'4"? Yeah. But he's Got a big At arm, least. but, like, I, I don't think he's got the decision-making
1: ability yet. I don't know. He gets injured too much. He's always nursing something.
0: I mean, it's his third year. At this point, if you're a starting quarterback in the league, by your third year, you got to be elevating your team to some point. And he's not. We need to get to the Jets in the second. But, I mean, I know the last drive of the game, the Jets ran the ball mostly. But Wilson was cool, calm, collected that entire drive. Like, he never seemed out of sorts or anything like that. Like, Herbert always seems like he's, like, out of sorts.
1: He's always I mean, scrambling. He's always making a pass that oh man, that wasn't drawn up in the playbook, and like
0: he's a know. gunslinger.
1: Wilson, I'll say this: he wishes. He like <laughs> watch, watching that game with Wilson, he had he's accurate as shit. Like he was accurate in that game. Like every and every ball came out, and it was it had a lot of speed on it. Like it was fun watching Zach Wilson this past week. When he did throw, they did run a lot. But keep doing it. That's what worked in the the early
2: game. They played the right game.
1: Yep. Yeah. They did. Absolutely.
0: Great segue. (laughs) Jets beat the Bills.
1: (laughs) I knew you were fucking. Fucking
0: fucking Irish one Saturday. The Jets one Sunday. I was on cloud nine all week. I was like, "I'm a great win. win. It's a great win. It is. Yeah,
1: it was. I mean.
0: Not every weekend your two teams can beat top four teams in the country. Uh,
1: (laughs) So that brings up my next question. What's wrong with the Bills?
0: Nothing. This is who they are.
1: No, they're way better than this. Something must have gone wrong if the Jets beat them. (laughs) 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 I think
0: that the Bills finally ran into a tough defense
1: your defense is very stout. Uh
0: how I will admit DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner got away with some handsy play.
2: That's all right. He's, it's
1: every team does. It just felt... he's,
2: he's playing within the rules. He's playing well.
1: Yeah. By the way, it just when
0: the Texans didn't draft Sauce Gardner, what did I text you, Johnny?
1: Oh, you were like, Oh god, god let, let us get sauce. Please. I was
0: so excited. I've never been so excited for a Number three pick in my life for a corner.
1: <laughs> you called that. Did we record that night? I think we did. Yeah, you were freaking out about Sauce Gardner. So
0: I think we started that one late though, because uh, Shadé was working a late shift at that time.
1: Maybe, maybe. But I was yeah, so... John, you're gonna have to do the draft with us this next year. Just as long as there's
0: no wind or rain.
1: I can't wait to see you there. <laughs> It'll be fun. And it's a long one. It's a three-hour re- like recording session. So bring plenty of Gatorade Zero.
2: <laughs> I'll have a
1: lot. <laughs> <laughs> Just buy a case that night.
0: <laughs> Going into week... Oh, go ahead, Uncle Johnny. No, no, go ahead. I'm, I'm okay. Good. All right, now we're heading into... This is week 10, right? Yeah. Correct. All right, we got four buys this week. We got the Bengals, Jets... Patriots and Ravens all off this week. Thursday night football led off last night with
1: awesome. what,
0: what anybody could say was one of the best games that the NFL has ever put on ever. Uh, the, the Atlanta Falcons led by Marcus Mariota, uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks that's ever lived in the ass pass
1: <laughs> at the uh, <laughs> Carolina Panthers. Not starting Johnny, uh, not Johnny Manziel, fucking Baker Mayfield. Uh, same, same. Yeah, same thing.
0: Um, That game was awful.
1: Dude.
0: And I don't understand. Like, I know Kyle Pitts was targeted like six times last night. Is he dropping the ball? Like, is he just, are they bad passes? Like, this kid was a beast at the University of Florida. He should be a beast in the NFL. It's like the Falcons drafted him just to
1: bury him. I don't know what happened because the, Falcons seem to have started out the season with a pretty good offense. Like, if you look – like, I didn't really watch any of their games until they played the Browns earlier this year, but they – every time you see their score, they they score points. I don't know what the hell's going on with them now.
0: Must be that breakneck fucking Panthers defense, I'll tell
1: you what. (laughs) That was – I watched maybe the – I turned it on in the second quarter last night. I did like the way the the Panthers uniforms looked. The black with the blue on it looked good. Uh, but I'm other glad than you that, found that pretty. It was it was a terrible game. Like by the way,
0: Johnny, you're colorblind. That was white on blue. Oh shit! I was way no, off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like the look of their uniform. Like I wish they'd go to that one full time. I think it's way better than the sparkly whatever the hell they use.
0: I just don't like that team. I don't know what it is. I just don't like the Panthers.
1: Uh, somehow they had a, a, a running back play last night that was tearing it up that I've never heard of. Like a th- It's
0: because he was playing the
1: Falcons. That was an awful game. I don't know how uh, that – What's what's that guy's name? Al Michaels? Is he the one that calls the game? Yeah. Yeah. You know he's regretting going to Amazon after these Thursday night games. Poor
2: getting.
0: Kirk Herbstreet breaks into the NFL from college. <laughs> and this is what this bastard has gotten for 10 weeks this is this bullshit. Dude,
1: it's and he's not gonna be back next year because the two don't they don't have good chemistry at all. No, they, don't like med-
2: they, they don't mesh well at all. At no. Least. Which is surprising because he meshed well meshed great with Brett Musburger
0: back in the day.
1: I feel like Al Michaels has got to be sitting up in that booth just, like, drinking heavily, <laughs> just he's, miserable. He's checking
0: his DraftKings to see if his bets are going to pay off.
1: He's like, I got to get out of this. It's all money at this point for him. Right now he's
0: sitting there just going, I miss Chris Collinsworth so much.
1: <laughs> you know it's bad when you miss Chris Collinsworth. It is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, you, know Ow!
1: Bad. <laughs> you know it's I'm bad when here we the miss guy. them together. Yeah. <laughs> That's even worse. Maybe Collinsworth comes to Thursday night next year. I don't know. <laughs> they they trade. Maybe <laughs> it might be better for everybody involved. But these Thursday night games have been terrible. Yeah, they yeah.
0: just get rid of it. I know it generates money, I, but fuck I, it.
1: I, it? I,
2: the, I'm. I was gonna say it. It only makes money for the network because the team's gonna make the same amount of money.
0: Yeah. I, I'll tell you right now, that is the most of a Thursday night game I've watched this season. And I think I watched 10 minutes of a
2: quarter.
1: It's so bad. Well, you turned that game on last night and you were just like, I don't care about this at all.
0: And plus, it's on Amazon Prime. Like,
2: what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's funny. Now, they
2: should discontinue it. They should get rid of it.
0: It's just, it's dumb. It's dangerous. It's just not yeah. worth it.
1: I'd be, I'd be interested to see, because last night on NFL Network, they had the Chiefs-Titans game on, like, just replay. And I wonder if that might have gotten higher ratings in the replay than the Thursday night game did.
0: If I had known that, I would have watched it. Yeah.
1: yeah. All I right. was switching back and forth.
0: 9.30 a.m. Sunday morning on the NFL Network. Mm. Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks at – the Tampa Bay Bucks in Munich, Germany. Awesome. Are we doing this? Uh, yeah, why not? Uh, so, my thought is I'll go first in this game. All right. Tampa Bay, nice comeback win against uh, LA the other night, oh. Sunday night against the Rams. But the Rams look terrible.
1: They look real bad.
0: Mm. And now, all of a sudden, uh, Matt Stafford midweek was in concussion protocol. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't know how that happens when you're not touched in practice as a quarterback um, but cool uh I'm gonna go bucks just because I think this is when Brady's gonna start turning it on and I mean they're they're leading their division at four and five okay so they're killing it uh let's get them to
1: 500 okay Johnny you want to go
2: uh I'll, I'll take the bucks also. Plus, I'm sure Brady's
0: running into some other German model right now. So,
1: oh, maybe. See, that's maybe. his distraction. So, I'm going to go Seattle because of that. No, I am going to take Seattle just because they're they've been proving it all season when Tampa Bay has not. And I think it's going it to could be a fun game. Is that on nine thirty. You said, yeah, nine nine thirty a.m. I'm going to give it to Seattle. This game, I think.
2: Wait, wait, will will the fuel be there? Merkel? Yeah, I don't want to to change my pick I don't know if Merkel
0: will be there or not. I mean, I'm shocked she's letting American cameras into her country. Uh it's (laughs) she's not usually cool with that sort of thing. Um all right, one o'clock, and I gotta check my phone because I want to see if this game's being if I'm gonna be able to watch this game. Vikings at the Bills. Johnny, you go first.
1: All right. Uh, do we know is uh, – what's the – is Allen hurt? Is he playing or no?
2: It's, it keeps saying it's a game-time decision.
1: Fuck. I, then I'm going to go Vikings for now. If Allen's not playing, I, I think that the Vikings will take the game.
2: Oh, Case Keenum. I mean, <laughs> Case,
1: yeah. Oh, thank revenge, God. Revenge game against the Vikings for Case? Exactly. I was
2: worried
0: because I thought this game was going to be on CBS and I, I get Cleveland at Miami. which.
1: Oh, oh man, fuck. lucky <laughs> you, dude. I'll be there with you.
0: Thankfully on Fox <laughs> at 1 o'clock is Minnesota at Buffalo. So oh, okay. I get to listen to Joe Davis and Gerald Daryl Johnston, but at least I get the game.
1: Is this one of those ones where I could say if Allen's playing, I'll take the Bills, <laughs> but if he's not, I'll take the Vikings?
0: You can, yeah.
1: All right. I'm going to throw that stipulation in
0: there. I'm me personally I'm going to take the Vikings no matter what. Okay. There's something wrong with his arm. It happened in the fourth quarter when he got hit in the arm. There's something wrong. They're not talking about it. They're trying to just say like everything's fine, he's fine, just a little strain. He may have torn his UCL. He may well, need John surgery. Yeah,
2: I I agree with that. I don't know. I mean, I'm sorry, bud. In baseball when they say it's just a strain, a guy usually ends up getting Tommy John. Yeah. So, why not him?
1: Why wouldn't they protect their quarterback and not play him if they think it's something like that? Right?
0: Because they have to keep winning. Because if they lose, the Jets take first place in the division.
2: Oh, uh, there you go. There you go.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's but, a
2: fact. That the Jets no, beat them. No, had to no, add them. No, I'm saying three. they say he might be out three weeks if he doesn't play. And if he's out three weeks, the Jets play them in two weeks.
1: Yeah,
0: so there you go. The Jets could be up a game and a half at that point because the two wins against the Bills. If that happens, are you guys I, I, up
1: on the, the on Miami? No. Is it tied or what are you guys?
0: Oh no, we're up. We're up a game. We beat them. Yeah. Okay. Between like forty-one to nineteen
1: or some shit. That was without Tua, right?
2: Correct.
0: I don't. It could have been with Tua. I wouldn't give a shit.
1: No. If they had, <laughs> if they had Tua, you guys would have lost. So.
0: You're out of your mind.
1: <laughs> You're out of your mind. All right. That's two Vikings. Uncle Johnny, who are you going with?
2: I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the Bills just because, like, like Johnny said, the Case Keenum revenge game. I'm going with it. Right. <laughs> going with it. But he's going to be
0: throwing to Stefan Diggs.
1: <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> it's like that nothing's changed. It,
0: all right. At uh, one o'clock, Lions at Bears. Uncle Johnny, you're up. Oh, you know who I'm taking.
2: <laughs> DCMC. <laughs> of course. <laughs> they did get a win.
1: They did against. I, the I, look, I went
2: against. I went against last week, and the Packers won. So Lions. Excuse me. I went against them. I took the Packers. I'll, I'll take the Lions this week.
0: Who took the pa- who took the Lions? guys?
1: you did. I guess I took
2: the you Lions. Did. Yeah, you did.
1: <laughs> Are you taking them again? No, I'm taking the Bears. Yeah, oh, I'm is- taking the I'm taking the Bears too.
0: <laughs> All right, game of the week right here. You ready? Yeah. One o'clock. Broncos at Titans. Ugh.
2: Uh, I'll take the what's, Titans because they're playing what's,
1: garbage. What's happening this year, man? Uh, I'll um, go with the Titans, too. Yeah, I'll, uh, same.
0: Oh, That's so bad. Oh, I was wrong. I was wrong. Here's got a the better, next game. We got a better one. <laughs> Jaguars and
2: Chiefs. Exactly. This is Titans in the parts.
1: I don't know if the if the Chiefs seem to play down to the teams that they uh, are playing. I'll take the Chiefs.
0: There you go. Good call. Yep. Uncle Johnny. He froze.
2: He's taking the Chiefs. Uh, I'll take the Chiefs. <laughs> there there <you> Chiefs. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm also taking yeah, the Chiefs. I came through. By the way, USC is 8-1. and one. Colorado is 1-8. <laughs> oh,
1: come on, Colorado. Let's do it.
0: All right. One o'clock. Browns at Dolphins. Johnny, who you got?
1: Well, I mean, let's see. Last week you took the Jets because they're your team.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, no, I knew they were going to win.
1: I'm going to go ahead and take (laughs) the Dolphins this week.
0: (laughs) That's a mistake, my friend. I'm going Browns.
1: Are you? Yep. All right, explain why you're going Browns. See if you could persuade me. The same
0: reasons why I should have gone with them against the Bengals. And Tua is not as good as fucking Burrow.
1: Yeah. All right. We'll see what happens. Browns. I'm I 50 go the Dolphins to win this, but I'm going to hope that I'm wrong and get it wrong next week, this week.
0: It's a weird. All right. I'd I don't just, know.
1: I feel like I'd if I like pick me. the Browns, I, I
0: was elated last week picking the Irish and the Jets and then both winning. This is me.
1: I feel like if I pick the Browns, they're going to lose. So, if I pick against them, they're going to prove me wrong because they ruin my life all the time.
2: And I'll take the Browns as well. So. There we go. Uh, God damn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a pain. All right. Uncle Johnny's up first for this one. Oh. The Houston Texans. Traveling to the Meadowlands to take on Saquon Barkley, Danny Dimes, and the New York Giants. I'll take the Giants. Why? <laughs> These two teams are equals. I don't, I don't understand. Are they? You know what,
2: they're, they're not that far apart, I'll be honest. <laughs> Giants just got a little more luck, luck this year. so I'm, go,
0: I'm going Giants by 25.
1: I'm going Giants with you. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, uh, this is a big one. Uh, non-divisional, non-conference game. Everybody's been looking forward to this one all season. Saints at Steelers.
1: Christ.
0: Can I just say I don't give a fuck and move on with life?
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is just a healthy scratch. Who Who's even starting for the Saints at this point? Isn't Jameis injured?
0: I have no idea. Is Kenny Pickett starting for this? who – who knows know. what's
1: happening? You could literally throw this game at a wall, and whichever one sticks, you can pick.
0: I'm going to go Steelers.
1: I'll go Saints, I guess. Just to be different.
2: I'm going to take the Saints also.
1: Both yes. Yes, yeah, Sean, idiot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, starting at the 4 o'clock games, we've got the Jeff Saturday-led Indianapolis Colts. Yes. Colum. Yes. Fucking
1: ridiculous. Okay. Why? Why is it ridiculous? The dude's never coached anything and he's a head coach. Who okay. he coached high school? Did he?
0: <laughs> Went three and seven his last year.
1: It's awful, man. <laughs> but he's not scared like those other coaches, so it's all right. I don't know what's going on. Who, right, who what are they what,
2: playing? what is what what a strange thing to happen if <laughs>
0: Jim Arce was taking bills again.
1: Just, just, he just was strange. wasted on something. And he's like, this makes sense.
2: So here's the funniest part. And this he's got two former head coaches on the staff.
1: That's it's Colt, insane. It's
2: Colts at Raiders.
1: Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so if the Raiders lose to the Colts led by this Josh, guy. Josh McDaniel's
2: never... getting fired.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's he should got get fired. fired after that. He should
2: be fired anyway. He's so awful. I'm oh going Colts. God.
1: You're going Colts? I'm going Colts. Oh, God. Just for the funny factor, I think God, I got what's go... the
0: money line on that? I'm going to draft. Drive... Hold on. I'm yeah, going to, tell uh... me what the line is on this. I'm going to FanDuel Sportsbook. Hold on a second. FanDuel, if you hear this, sponsor us. Uh, I,
1: can't, I can't believe it's the Raiders. It's amazing. It's <laughs> Because amazing. now, if the Colts win... They're going to be like, Saturday's a genius. He's never done this in his life.
0: Raiders are, are favored by four and a half, which <laughs> is, quote, unquote, the money line. It means Vegas is like, we don't know.
1: <laughs> no.
0: We're giving them three for the home field and one and a half for coaching.
1: The Raiders are so bad. I don't know. I'm going to take the Raiders because I, I can't imagine the Colts win this.
0: I can. <sighs> I see so it. Funny. I see yeah, it happening. I'm
1: going to go Colts, too, just for the funny factor. Sean. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with All you.
2: Right. Oh, Johnny, you want Colts? Uh, you know, no, I, I, was, I was agreeing with Johnny. I was going to take the Raiders. I think they win this week. All right. All right.
0: We got one. 425, the game of the week on Fox. I will be watching this one. I'm excited for it. The Dak. And Ezekiel Elliott led uh, Dallas Cowboys. Zeke yeah. at the. Uh, I don't even know what to call him. Aaron Rodgers led Packers. Mm. Who's up? I'll, I'll go. Cowboys. I'm taking, I'm taking Packers. Are you? I am.
1: Because you don't think they'd lose back-to-back games?
0: They've lost five in a <laughs> row. <I don't> know. <laughs>
1: Have they lost five in a row? Really? Yes, yes. yeah. I'm going Dallas. I I'm think going
0: Packers. I'm going Packers.
2: I, I, I don't know why. I think they upset the Cowboys. I'm I, taking, I'm taking the Packers as well. Boom. boom. Well, well, I want them to beat the Cowboys. I know, first, but I he can't. He's got to win one more <laughs> before the one season more. ends. Why not? Why not tonight? Why not this weekend?
0: I just feel like it'll be funny again. I'm, I'm looking for the funny in this week because the Jets aren't playing. So that's all I'm doing. All right. Uh, last 4 o'clock game on Sunday, Cardinals at Rams. Garbage.
1: Yep. Garbage. It's an awful week for football.
0: This is the week, as Bill Simmons and Cousins Sal would say, that you should go uh, apple picking with your wives.
1: Yeah. yeah. I guess I'll take the Cardinals. Really? They don't have Warner, or without Warner, fuck, dude. I'm like, <laughs> they don't have. I uh, haven't had him
2: for ten years. What the hell are they you
1: don't, talking about? He's in the Hall of
2: Fame for Christ's sakes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's got a
2: gold jacket. He's got,
1: he's he got a bust. He played for both. He played gonna, for both. I, I, they don't have Stafford this week, so yes, do who they not?
0: Guy. Do we know uh, who's their backup? But is he for sure out? I thought you just said he's concussion protocol. He was in the he, concussion he, protocol. Right. I don't know if he still is.
1: They're, dude, after what happened to Tua, they're not going to let him play on Sunday.
0: But pr- protocol just means they're checking you. It doesn't mean that you're necessarily have a concussion. I'll
1: look it up. Limited in return to practice, questionable to play. Yeah.
0: Who's their who's, backup?
1: I'm going to look. Who should start if he can't play?
0: Who's the de- What's who's two on the
1: depth chart? Sean Bay comes out. No, uh, it's John Wolford or Bryson Perkins.
0: So I'm going to go caveat on this one. If Stafford's (laughs) playing, I'm going Rams. If he's not, I'm going Cardinals.
1: All right, I'm going to go Cardinals. I don't care if he's playing or not.
2: I'm going to take the cards. also.
1: That's fair. Your face. All right,
0: Sunday Night Football. The overrated Chargers with their overrated quarterback (laughs) at the – Jimmy Garoppolo led San Francisco 49ers. Niners. I agree. Agreed. Monday Night Football. The Washington Commies. And all the craziness that's surrounding that team. Mm-hmm. At the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. Go what? ahead,
1: Sean. Go Eagles
2: ahead. Eagles by honor. This is like the sixth time they've played this year, by the way. Yeah, <laughs>
1: seriously. <laughs> When yeah, do I'll you go, guys play them? I'm going Eagles too.
2: I think in a couple uh so is it a couple of weeks? What's like back to back weeks you guys play them home and away? Like what the hell? I'm going December, December 11th. I'm going to the game.
0: Nice. Oh, thanks for the invite. But
2: I think they play them maybe the Thanksgiving <laughs> week.
1: That's Thanksgiving. awesome. Where you got what jersey are you wearing?
2: Uh I don't know. We got a few.
1: <laughs> fly eagles fly
0: <laughs> he's gonna wear the eli
2: Ooh. well i don't know i get a taylor uh, i get a lot of retired players oh yeah go
0: with lawrence every time
1: yeah that's a good one
0: i have a curtis martin black jets jersey
2: oh no i'm sorry the december 11th game but then they played in the last game of the season january 8th I'm still uh, disappointed
0: I didn't get invite to the Giants game on December 11th. Me too, kind of.
2: Oh, you only got two tickets. Who's going? Uh, uh, me and Kim. She's not a football fan. To, she's hey, the tickets are from her friend. third third row in the end zone.
0: Wasn't she a 49ers fan back in the day? What the hell is this? She's wearing. Yeah, Giants. no, she
2: she liked she liked the 49ers.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I had a Steve Young jersey when I was a kid. I knew it. It gets bad.
1: <laughs> what a fair weather. fit. <laughs> well, you got the Flacco jersey now, so you just wear that.
0: That's a jersey I do not own. Um, if I did, it would be a Ravens one. All right. So let's move on to Major League Baseball.
1: All right. Does anybody has
0: on. any uh, comments on uh, the NFL before we move on.
2: Uh, next week, I got trouble. The Giants are play in the Lions.
0: <laughs> oh, who are you going to
1: pick? <laughs> it's right. That's trouble. I'm I mean,
0: between your favorite team and the dude you want to blow, which team <laughs> you pick? It's going to be hard.
2: It's not going to be easy, I'll tell you that much.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, he'll be hard. Uh, anyway.
2: Uh, <laughs> bum, bum. All right, so...
0: Dusty Baker and his Houston Astros won the World Series in six. We all predicted it. I called it. I I picked seven. No, you Uh, won
2: seven, but that's all right. I
0: will say this: I hate the way pitchers are handled in 2022. I hate it. It You need to tell me that Zach Wheeler, who has been dealing all night, you don't want to give him a shot against their best hitter in the sixth inning to maybe get a double play ball, get an out, strike him out, move on to the next guy. You don't want to all – the, all the different things that could happen in any bat, you don't want to give that guy, the ace of your staff, a chance to get the fucking best guy out on the other team. You'd rather bring in – I know it's a lefty, but you'd rather bring in a arm from the bullpen to face this guy who is not nearly as good as your starting pitcher, and then have this guy hammer a home run off that reliever you brought in.
2: Analytics kill the game, man. It doesn't even make sense. I would never have done that, ever.
1: That's why you should apply. You got to apply for some of these openings now, buddy.
0: Like fucking guy, like... As soon as he hit that ball, I was like,
2: that's fucking gone. <laughs> it was still really <laughs> gone. You gotta but, lose with your best. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. You don't want to lose with your worst.
1: Especially it's the World Series. Like you gotta go for it.
2: There, there is no tomorrow. No. You yeah. lose, you go home, and that's what happened.
1: Yeah.
0: It's fucking ridiculous. Is but there like a to, yeah.
1: is there like a they, they haven't been there in so long, so they're making mistakes type thing? No, or is it's it...
2: just the way the game's played now.
1: I don't know. The, that's well, Robbie stupid. Thompson
2: is an older guy. He shouldn't have done it. I agree. Yeah, And he's already gotten a job for next year with the
0: Phillies, so it's not like he was going to lose his job. No, nah, he wasn't. Like, ah. just such a dumb decision. Oh, I want to go lefty-lefty. Why? This guy has hit lefties his entire life. He's a lefty batter. Why, why is it okay for a righty to face a righty all the time? But if a lefty sees a lefty, it's like, oh, we got to switch up the lineup. Like, I saw left. I batted lefty. I saw lefties my entire life. Why is that? Why is that a fucking thing?
2: I don't understand it. I don't know what to tell you. It's just it's the sweep, but the sweep, but it still doesn't matter. It wasn't the right play. No. As far as I'm concerned. I just yeah. hate that. If a guy can play, he can hit both sides.
0: Doesn't matter. Guess what? David Wright struck out on more sliders away from righties than he did lefties. He was in the lineup every day. <laughs> throwing that out there. <laughs> like it's Pete Alonzo strikes out on more sliders away from righties <laughs> and lefties. And you gotta lose the got, chest. And he's gotta be in the game every day. He has to be. Like, that's just the way it is. Like, fucking stop. Yeah. Anywho, Astros win the World Series. Dusty Baker gets his first. Congratulations to Dusty. Um, and then within a week, the Astros fire both their GM and assistant GM.
1: I thought that was a joke <laughs> you said earlier. Like, I couldn't believe the, that shit.
0: That's the blueprint. <laughs> The guy who helped get them out of the wreckage of the fucking cheating scandal, built a team, drafted the right guys, brought in the right guys, signed the right guys, everything else, brings all these dudes in, they win a World Series, he turns down a one-year extension for a little bit older than what he was making, and complained to a couple other GMs just chatting at the GM meetings this week. (laughs) That got out. And the Astros, instead of like going, you know what, he's probably right. He's probably right. They fire him and like his number two. What
1: it's did the crazy. number two do? What
2: did he
0: do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was just nodding the whole time. Uh huh. Uh huh.
0: Well, I mean, you should get paid more. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, you get paid more. I get paid more. And everything's good. Oh, you're fired. I didn't, I wasn't mad.
1: I was just crazy. <laughs>
0: He gets more. I get more. Uh,
1: I, is that is this normal in baseball? No. All right. Just making sure. I you don't win know. a
0: World Series, you typically don't fire the fucking GM. Why?
1: What did they offer him?
0: Apparently, not enough.
1: They, that's not out yet. Like what they offered.
0: Well, the one t- well one tweet I saw was that he was offered like slightly more than what he currently makes, which is like barely over a million dollars. Which, for a Dude, GM in Major League Baseball, is not very much.
1: Just fucking give him money. He just got you guys a World Series. So, where's he gonna go next?
0: Uh, a lot of the stuff I've seen on, on Twitter from a lot of the uh, MLB beat writers and stuff is that he'll probably end up uh, having the season off and then probably being either a GM somewhere else next year or a, a president of baseball operations somewhere.
2: What do the Astros do?
0: What do you uh, mean? Oh,
2: I'm who do they hire? Or just even in the house. Who, who's you got free agency? You have everything. And what's what goes on? That's crazy. The owner does it, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, somebody's gonna get promoted, but it's just dumb. It's allowed to take over right away. Yeah, no, I
0: get that. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I guess I don't want to get a job in sports. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> stupid. Um, well, because they
2: won't listen. That's the problem.
0: Yeah. I uh, want to talk a little bit of postseason award finalists and make some picks. Sure. All right. ALMVP, the finalists are your Don Alvarez of the Houston Astros, the guy who hit the big three-run homer off of Zach Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Shohei <laughs> Otani of the Los Angeles Angels. He pitches and he hits. He's a phenom. But his team finishes in fifth place every year. Yeah. <laughs> And the guy who actually played – another guy who played on a division winner set the uh, Dash, uh, American League record for home runs this year, Aaron Judge.
2: Uh, Judge. I, I agree. Mean, it has to be Judge. There's no to. way it can be. It, can't, it, it, it cannot be. be. He had a fantastic
0: season all the way around. Um, no, I agree. It has to be him. Without him, that team is awful. Um, Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> N- NL MVP, and I don't get these finalists, but whatever.
2: I I, I didn't I didn't understand it either. I don't.
0: Uh, St. Louis
2: Cardinals first baseman Paul Goldschmidt. Well, am I understand? Yeah.
0: St. Louis Cardinals third baseman Nolan Arenado. <laughs> Same numbers he gets every year. I don't. know.
2: Yeah.
0: And then uh, Los Angeles Dodgers third baseman Manny Machado.
2: <laughs> I, I I'm not trying to be a homer here. <laughs> but- did you trade Sean? Did you trade him to the Dodgers? He's on the Padres.
0: Sorry, the Dodgers. Padres. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, he was on the Dodgers.
0: He was my bad. That's, that's yeah. my bad.
2: That's all right. Uh, <laughs> did you trade him? <laughs> you, you're so upset. With, you're so upset with that. They picked him. You put him on <laughs> another fucking team. So it's funny. Is, I'm not even yeah. mad about Manny because, he, <laughs> no, know. you know, I know he
0: did carry that team with Tatis out. I but agree. Like, how does Pete Alonso not make this? Sean, I say the
2: same thing. I don't, I think like, he, I'm he not the biggest re-
0: Alonzo fan and everybody knows that. Like, I think he's
2: a goof and, but like he had a huge season for the Mets. He, he should have replaced Arenado in my opinion. I agree. Like
0: just dumb. I mean, out of those three, I'm picking Goldschmidt because he's the most consistent all year. Um, But I think they're going to cancel each other out and Machado is going to win it.
2: I, I think Machado gets it also. That's my opinion.
1: Sure. The
0: AL Cy Young finalists, <laughs> I was surprised with. Uh,
1: not because of- I don't know enough, so.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's I good. I, I did like that though. Sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it sounds like Machado to me.
2: AL <laughs> uh, Cy Young,
0: I I don't agree with the finalists. Um, not because these guys had bad years or anything. I just thought Shohei should have been in finalists. Um, based on his numbers all year long as a pitcher. I guess the MLB writers thought differently, so whatever. Uh, But the final three are Dylan Cease of the Chicago White Sox, Alec Manoa of the Toronto Blue Jays, and after recovering from Tommy John surgery, Justin Verlander of the Houston Astros.
2: I would say Verlander. I agree.
0: I mean, it makes the most sense. So it'll probably be Cease. Uh, and Elsa Young, I don't even know why there's two other <laughs> finalists. Uh, Sandy Alcantara of the Miami Marlins is winning, exactly. There's Max Fried and Julio Urias. Congrats on having a great year, but they had good seasons. But, but no, uh, I saw that guy pitch so many times against the Mets, it's everything disgusting, just disgusting. All right, America League Rookie of the Year. Again, Stephen Kwan and Adley Rushman, uh, great seasons. Congratulations on getting the call and, and playing and, and earning your spots for next year. But the uh, AL Rookie of the Year is Julio Rodriguez.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sorry, I'm kind of just bouncing through these, but just there's, there's nobody else. No, no, I, get, I, get, that's, good, I, I don't even think they're debatable. So, yeah. Um, National League Rookie of the Year, I find this interesting. Um, I don't know much about Brendan Donovan of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So I would, I wouldn't vote for him just cause I don't know enough about him. I would have to look at his stats and see everything going on. I saw Michael Harris, the second play against the Mets this year and in, in, in the playoffs, good ball player. I don't think he was necessarily rookie of the year. Um, the third finalist I think is the guy as much as I don't like him and as much as he complained after losing to the Mets. Uh, Spencer Strider had an incredible season. Um, pitched great for a period of time when there were injuries. He was almost the ace of the Atlanta staff. Um, he won a big game against the Mets down the stretch to help the Braves win the division. Um, did not pitch well in the playoffs, but I mean, rookie and all that stuff. But if I had a vote, I would vote Spencer Strider. That's just me compared to those other two.
2: I would go Harris because.
0: I'm going to ask you to restate why you would go Harris because it sounded like you were tuning a guitar uh, for a second. I thought it was the Matrix. I
2: did, when he came up, they really took off. They took off.
0: They did. He, he solidified that uh, 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 leadoff spot for them in center field.
2: Well, I mean, in, in the beginning, they were batting him ninth. So, yeah, you know, that just shows you how much he did come along that they entrusted him with the leadoff spot. He's a good ball player, a good kid. A good,
0: no, good absolutely. Yeah, and they yeah. extended him already because they're the smartest team in baseball. 100%. Um, all right, AL Manager of the Year. Three finalists I think are all deserving. But I think only one of them is, is the winner, obviously. I'm an idiot. Uh, the, <laughs> number one, Terry Francona of the Cleveland Guardians. Mm-hmm. Number two, Scott Service of the Seattle Mariners. First time making the playoffs in 21 years. Definitely deserves some love. Terry Francona definitely deserves some love after taking a very young team to the playoffs and taking the Yankees to five games in the division series. But the guy I go with, because this team was not expected to do anything above, like, 55 wins this year, and they were in playoff contention for much of the season, and even after they traded away Trey Bancini, Brandon Hyde of the Baltimore Orioles.
1: Mm, I'll go on Francona.
0: Why, Johnny? Why are you going Franco?
1: Young team And they made the playoffs They weren't expected To do anything, the Guardians this year
0: I mean, I picked the Twins to win the division So I agree with you
1: But I do uh, I do, got to go back And say your guitar tuning joke Really fucking cracked <laughs> me up after the fact so.
0: Oh, you're, you're welcome, thank you That's what I did
1: <laughs> uh, I think Franco Might get it also
0: That's fair I think the MLB riders are going to go service because Seattle's first playoffs in 21 years. I, I like the jo-
2: Hyde won 31 more games.
0: I I know. That's, I'm just,
2: that's, that's possible.
0: But I, I agree with you. I'm just saying. Uh, no, no,
2: National, no, it's possible
0: though. National League Manager of the Year out of these finalists, there's only one choice. And Buck. it's not because – yeah, it has to be Buckshaw Walter. <laughs> I, I say the same thing. You have Dave Roberts of the Dodgers. They win a hundred games every year. I'm sorry, but like you don't win manager of the year for doing the same thing every year. Yeah, exactly. You just don't Brian snicker. Your team just won the world series last year. You were just a manager of the year last year. Your team won the division again. Like, I'm sorry, five years in a row. You don't get to be manager of the year again. Yeah. The only other guy is Buck show Walter, his team won 20 some odd more games this year. Uh, they led the division for all, but seven days throughout the year. Uh, they had pl- a plethora of injuries throughout the year, and they still kept winning. It has to be Buckshot Walter. It has to be.
1: I
2: agree with you, I, I agree. And I've been biased. Same thing. It's no, I, I, it's not a bias.
0: Like, exactly. It's not a biased thing. It's just if you look at the fucking situation, it has to be him. Yeah. All right, real quick, I've got my top 10 and a few extra players. Uh, the top 10, based on an article that's on the Sporting News, Top 10 free agents and where they're going to sign. So I'm going to give my predictions. You tell me whether how you feel, yay or nay. Okay. First up, Aaron Judge. As much as I would like to see him leave the Bronx, I don't see it. I think they get the deal done. I think he stays in uh, with the Yankees.
1: I agree. No, but that's I, – I have read some articles – And that's – a lot of people are saying he's going to stay, so.
2: I would tend to agree also and the only other place I could see him going is San Francisco. I
0: agree.
2: You know, how much money is – you know, does he want $400 million? Then he's going to San Francisco. But if he stays reasonable, he'll stay with the Yankees.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, I'd rather stay with the Yankees. I hate to say that, but if I'm going to play for any team that's going to pay me $300 million, I'm going to wear those fucking pinstripes. Sorry. Um, So this one is a bit outlandish. I openly admit it, so I apologize in advance, but it's something I really want to have happen. So Uh, number two on our list, Trey Turner, shortstop Los Angeles Dodgers. He'll be signing a contract with the New York Mets.
2: Would be a sleeper. It'd be nice.
0: He would make I, a great second baseman or center fielder with the New York Mets and a top leadoff hitter.
2: I think he's going to go Phillies though.
0: I do too.
1: Which I can't stand.
0: <laughs> Me neither.
1: Why? Because they just made it to the World Series?
0: They have the money. They're willing to spend it. And Gene Segura is a free agent as well, who was their shortstop. And you could upgrade significantly at that position. Okay. And he's
2: he's got Bryce Hopper. He's still friendly with. He's got contacts.
0: He does have Scherzer on the mats.
2: No, no, right. I agree. I agree. And this, he, he, they said he might uh, he might steal 50 bases this year because of the stupid you can only throw the twice rule.
0: Yeah, I don't like that rule. That's dumb.
2: I don't like it either. It's awful. It's terrible. All
0: right, the next guy. I am signing with the Seattle Mariners, who I haven't heard anything about yet this offseason. We'll see what happens. Uh, and that person – is Jacob Degrom with the Mariners? I do. I'll tell you why. Good. Yeah. Nobody's talking about them. They're quiet. What would really help them? Pitching a little bit, uh, some more pitching. And you have a guy like Jacob Degrom. And I looked at the stats earlier from from his last Cy Young award. He hasn't been the healthiest guy in the world since since 2019. Uh, he had the shortened season in 2020. 2021, he got injured. He was having a historic year before he got injured. And 2022, he was still recovering from those injuries and, and played decently in that time. But if you look at those 38 starts over those three seasons, he pitched 224 in a third pit innings, went 16 and eight with a 2 3 1 ERA, with 352 strikeouts, 47 walks to the tune of a 0.731 whip. He gave up 51 earned runs over those three seasons, over 224 and a third inning pitched. The dude is still one of the best in the game when he's healthy. I will caveat it with that. The Mariners need pitching. I understand Texas does as well, but if I'm Jacob and I'm looking at everything, you have the Mets. We'll see what the Mets are willing to offer him. We'll see. You have a team like the Rangers who – are a perennial fourth place team, even with the moves they made this last offseason. And there's not a lot of chatter elsewhere. I don't see the Braves giving him the kind of contract he wants. No. Obviously no team in Florida where he's from is going to give him the contract he wants. I don't see him leaving the Mets to go to a team like the white Sox or the Cubs or, or, or maybe LA maybe, but I don't know. He'd still be behind Kershaw who re-upped with the Dodgers. Um, Seattle's very interesting. They got Jerry DePoto there. Uh, It's just a very interesting dynamic. I could be way, he could sign with the fucking Houston Astros tomorrow. But as of right now, I, I think Seattle would be a very interesting place for him to end up. Do they have the money? I mean, majority of their roster are guys on their first contract. You sign him, I mean, Julio Rodriguez, Kelnick. Uh, the other kid who won the rookie of the year in 2020, Haniger's no longer on the roster. Uh, so D Shage Gordon isn't there anymore. Like they don't they don't have any money going to anyone. Everybody's young.
1: Who they sign? Robbie Ray. So the only money they have is going to Robbie Ray.
2: Yes. It's not crazy. <laughs> not crazy at all.
0: Where do you think DeGrom ends up?
2: I mean, I would hope New York, but I guess if not then, then it would be the Rangers.
0: I feel like he's not going to end up back in New York. I just have this feeling.
2: I mean, I, I let him walk if he wants $40 million.
0: Oh, I agree. I do too. All right. The next guy on the list, Carlos Correa. I have him going to the Phillies because Trey Turner's going to the Mets.
2: Okay. Well, I, I I think that's the possibility. Should Turner go somewhere else? I think Turner's the first choice. I did hear some talk. Bogart leaves, maybe Boston, but I don't know if that's just
0: gibberish. Some people have been guessing the uh, the Orioles, and I'm like, I don't under the Orioles really.
2: Well, they, they talk about the Orioles for Turner also.
0: I just don't see but that yeah. ownership group spending that kind of money.
2: But I, I don't know. Do, does uh, Correa do another deal like he did last year and just keep yeah. keep going? It's kind of like
0: the smartest thing he can do, right? Bet on himself.
2: Or just say, look, do three-year deals, opt out after one until you find a place that really wants it. Yeah. you. And you want them. That's fair. Well, because if a team doesn't give a shit, they'll give you the money for the one year. If it doesn't work out, you know, if you do, and if you happen up and you have a chance of winning, I, I think it works out for team and player. Hi, Rick. Right.
0: All right. Next one up Carlos Rodon with Jacob DeGrom going to Seattle in my little thing here. I've got the Mets taking a flyer.
2: I, I, I say the Mets go after him heavy they have to yeah it just yeah no I, I know you just you, they get they re-up Carrasco for the year they got it's smart no it is smart listen the guy wins you between 15 and whatever 20 games during the season that's good I, I no. dev- you gotta you gotta make a big push for and he's
0: only 14 million dollars yeah no um, I agree
2: sean you make a push for Rondon. there's no reason why they shouldn't
0: yeah no I agree. Um, next one up is Xander Bogart signing with Boston. They gotta, they gotta sign somebody, and they might, uh, if they're gonna go with anybody, they might as well go with their own guy.
2: Um, I agree. I just, I don't, I don't know where he could, get, you know, what maybe he goes to LA, if Turner leaves the Yankees, but, but but why wouldn't, yeah, well, that's but, but if you were gonna sign, if you were gonna give. Bogart's money, why wouldn't you just give it to Trey Turner?
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah, you know, so. I think Bogart's will be, like, one of the last shortstops to sign.
2: I, I really don't know where he where he ends up. And you know what, Sean? He might be a guy who jumps. If they throw him any money, maybe he goes to Baltimore. Maybe they try, yeah. they're trying to build some. Maybe one big signing is what they'll do. I mean, they don't need a ton of them. They got
0: mostly young guys already set up, so. Exactly. So,
2: um,
0: All right. Verlander, they really need
2: pitching, too, though. They need pitching.
0: But I don't know who they're going to get right now. Yeah I, yeah. I mean, guys lower down in the list. Like, maybe they can re-sign Dylan Bundy.
2: Sure. That, well, yeah, that, that's
0: what I mean. Um, but I don't think they, they're not going to get top-end guys. I don't, I, I don't think. Even though that ballpark plays big now, especially with no. the adjusted left field. Um, um I think Verlander resigns with the Astros.
2: I I don't I, I don't see why he'd go anywhere else.
0: I agree. All right, the next one up was Edward Diaz, but he resigned with the Mets on Sunday yep. uh for 5 years and 102 million. Contracts interesting. Um Defer- they, they they're deferring 26 uh, and a half right? million. Uh it's like 3 million a year from like 2033 to 2042. Um, he got a $12 million signing bonus over the first three years of the contract before he has his option. Uh, it's only 17.25 million, million per year. Yeah, So that's not that bad. I mean, no. essentially they signed him to a three year 51.75 million dollar contract, which for an elite closer, in my opinion, in this day and age ain't terrible. Um, these two options in 2026 and 2027 are each 18 and a half million. Um, and then the Mets have an option in 2028 for another 17.25 or a $1 million buyout for the 2028 season, which that'll probably happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not a bad contract and actually leaves space open and do more stuff this off season. So smart how they worked it out. I agree um, Very happy with that At least we have one guy in the bullpen now Because um, otherwise we had none uh, <laughs> Next up We got Dansby Swanson I, With Turner leaving LA I had Dansby being signed by the Dodgers That could happen, yes So
2: Because that's for less money He'll, he'll command less money So,
0: yeah. so I, I think that's definitely an option Um, The next one up is Brandon Nimmo. I don't care what anybody says. Somebody mentioned like Seattle's interested. And then I saw another guy on Twitter post. Yeah. Do you know how far away where he's from in Wyoming is to Seattle? It's 1,225 miles. Do you know how far away where he's from in Montana is from New York? 1,283 miles. (laughs) It's not closer. Like (laughs) basically the same distance. Brandon's going to go where the money is and where he has a chance to win. I honestly believe that. I think he's going to go where he has a chance to win and the money's good enough. I don't think Colorado's going to be the place for him. If Seattle's interested, that could be interesting. I'm sure that was the team you rooted for growing up, being in that region. Um, but I still have him coming back to the Mets.
2: I think if the Mets offer him something comparable, he'll, he'll stay.
0: I, yeah. And it seems that with all of their free agents, the Mets have asked all of their players and their agents, like, Hey, listen, you know, get what you can get, but come talk to us before you sign anything. I think that's the best way to do it. You have the owner with the deepest pockets in the game, a guy who seems to be willing to uh, spend money on quality ball players to win. So if that's the case, then, you know, Call him when, when you get an offer. if you get a $100 million offer from the Rockies tomorrow,' be like, hey Steve, here's the deal. Are you interested or not? And he'll make, uh, he'll let you know. <laughs> so next guy, I would love this guy to come to the Mets. Love it. It's not happening. The Mets have two catchers right now, one they already wasted money on, so they can't help it. and a rookie com- and, a, and a prospect coming up that we'll see what happens. But Wilson Contreras, in my humble opinion, is going to the Cardinals.
2: Replace Yaddy.
0: Yep. He's going to replace uh, Yaddy. And it's going to make that uh, rivalry a bit more interesting.
2: Mm -hmm. That's a good fit. I mean, I see probably they need a catcher.
0: They do. And neither of their uh, prospects panned out last season. So, yeah. And he's the best offensive uh, option at that spot uh in the free agent class top defensive catcher in the free agent class so overall they're getting a defensively close to Molina replacement and a better offensive weapon in the lineup yep I agree um last one was uh out of that top 10 from sports uh sporting news I apologize was Clayton Kershaw I had him going to the Rangers but today he re-upped with the Dodgers He's back yep so which is fair I mean I, I thought if he was going to go anywhere, it would be back home to Texas. So he's from the DFW area. That's where Rangers play. I was like, yeah, then why not?
2: I think he's got some loyalty issues, though. Not yeah. in a bad way. I'm just no, saying. No, no, no.
0: He wants to finish his career there. He wants to be a, uh, one, a guy who pitched there, one his whole career. And I respect that.
2: And he's chasing some Dodger records. Yeah. So, Tony, what about, Doug, what about Rizzo uh, off the cuff? What do you think Anthony Rizzo goes?
0: So he's one of the guys I have listed. I've got one, two. Oh, I'm three, sorry. Four, oh, okay. five. I have seven other guys listed. Oh, I didn't
2: mean to jump you. I'm
0: sorry. No, you're good. No, you're good. Um, the first one's Chris Bassett. Okay. I have him back with the Mets because I, I want him back with the Mets.
2: No, and me too. And I hope so. <laughs> I, 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 hope he didn't have a bad experience. I, I, I hope he, he liked it.
1: What's realistic uh, with?
0: Him? I don't know. I don't know what's realistic with him. I, I he's he's a,
2: kind of an enigma. They're fucking weirdos. Those people, not from big cities and stuff. They they <laughs> they I mean, they could want it, but I he he wanted to win and he wanted to play for a winner. So I'm hoping that's enough to keep him here.
0: Yeah. Next one I have is Jameson Tion, Ta- Tyon, I think uh, I I have the Angels going after him.
2: I, I I mean, I don't even think he's that good a pitcher. So neither do I, but that's <laughs> why the
0: Angels will sign him.
2: Yeah. No, no, that's what I'm saying. So he'll he'll be lucky whoever signs him. <laughs> that he's I still have, got a job. <laughs> I
0: have Kenley Jansen re-upping with the Braves.
2: <laughs> it would make sense, but they're not high on him though, right? I I I don't know actually.
0: I would have to ask my dad about that one. I, I don't know where Braves fans fit. He was lights out against the Mets that last series of the season.
2: I mean, I would that would that would have won me over a little bit. But he was having so we never found out a bit of in though, right? If he's a free yeah. agent or not.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
2: So if they have control, they might just keep him.
0: That's true. So I'm gonna do this one first. I'm gonna do Rizzo before I do Josh Bell, because this is gonna give you a hint of what I'm thinking. Okay. I have Anthony Rizzo finishing his career where it started. San Diego, right? I do. It makes sense. Um, yeah, to, to me. I mean, the Yankees should go after Rizzo. His swing is perfect for their stadium. But it, with all the money they'll be spending on Judge and other aspects of their team they have to fill, I think it just makes the most sense for Rizzo to end up in San Diego. And at the same time, I think because he'll cost less, Josh Bell ends up in New York with the Yankees.
2: With the Yankees, mm-hmm, possibility switch hitter.
0: Yep, which means you right. can stay in the lineup. You can play first base. You could DH. You he could he, he's available. No, I, and a good power bat to have in front of or behind Judge in order to protect him in the lineup.
2: If I'm um, Rizzo if I'm Rizzo and San Diego wants him, that's, that's an attractive spot to land.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I said, that's where he can finish his career. It's where he started. So why not? Especially on that team. Um, next one up, I have Andrew Benintendi, and I have him re-signing with the Yankees.
2: I, I, would, I would think they're going to try to keep him.
0: So. I'm a solid center fielder, a guy you could have put out there every day. You're losing Hicks. You're losing a couple other guys, might as well. Uh, put that money towards a guy like him. And the last guy I have uh, is a guy that's near and dear to my heart. Who I still want to be successful Um, is Michael Conforto. Yes. Um, Beautiful swing was a real kick in the ass for the 2015 Mets when he came up and he provided a spark, made his glove, one of the best, outfield gloves, in my opinion, in, in uh, the National League by just being consistent and working through some stuff and knowing his capabilities and all that. I would really like for the Mets to call Scott <laughs> Boris and be like, hey, let's do a uh, your three-year deal, opt out after the first year. A show-me deal. like Let's see what we can do. And I say three and 60. But front-loaded, where the first year is like t- – 30
2: well he's a, he's a guy who could do the opt-out contract now also after year one yeah makes sense for both teams for him and a team wherever he ends up
0: and then if you lose Nimo, Marte shifts to center and you got Conforto and right and then if you're able to get a guy like Turk, obviously I'm thinking of everything from a Mets standpoint because that's who I'm rooting for so
2: sure. is what it is
0: <laughs> Um, but then you also have a guy like McNeil who you could shift to third base if Turner comes and comes to the Mets and he could play second. And then you have Eduardo Escobar who could be a DH, he bats from both sides of the plate. So it wouldn't matter who he's who's pitching, he could be out there. And then when guys need rest, you have McNeil who could play any position in the outfield. You have Turner who could play center field. You have McNeil who could play third base or second base. You have Guillaume who could play shortstop. You have Escobar who could play third base. Like there's so many options. <laughs> Put him in. Yeah. So it just gives the it
2: keeps the guys
0: constantly fresh.
2: Um, I just I don't think he signs until Judge signs and just Judge. Because I talking think about
0: he's a, Conforto or, Confort, or?
2: no Con, Conforto. Yeah. Because I think he's an op, uh, the second option for a couple of the teams that might try to sign Judge. So. Hmm. You think he'd be the second option for the Yankees? I guess it just, to me, it would depend on the price. I think bars would try to sell them, you know, sell it while he should be there.
0: Is there anybody else no, you're, uh, you're interested in? It, it
2: flashes across when it happens. <laughs> no, no, that's <laughs> that's fine.
0: Um, but that's all I have. I was thinking about going over uh, Crown Jewel, but. Uh, if if anybody's interested in watching that, I would suggest watching one match and one match only. Uh, and that would be Logan Paul against Roman Reigns. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. That, that was, was an incredible match. match. Uh,
0: Logan Paul, unfortunately, apparently tore his ACL, his MCL, and meniscus in the match. <laughs> tore it all. But when he's back, if I'm Triple H, I'm doing everything I can to sign
1: that guy permanently.
0: Yeah. Did they it's say incredible. when he?
1: Did they say when he tore it?
0: I rewatched it. I can't tell.
1: Yeah, he kept going. Like
0: I can't tell. He went
1: through it. Yeah, and his video jumped diving off the top onto the fucking announcement. with the table. phone,
0: and he did it in slow mo. That was not That was awesome. Nuts.
1: That was awesome.
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah, that That's was such really a far good. jump. <laughs> yeah, that was that definitely was an the incredible
0: best athlete. I had no idea.
1: Yeah. So his brother came out. Are they going to challenge so for his the tag titles at some point?
0: actually scheduling a fight with this guy named Andrew Tate. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Hmm. He used to be a fighter. He's an English dude. Um, but he also now does, like, all these interviews and, like, has his own, quote, unquote, system for, like, how men should act nowadays and how they should handle things. This, of the other. I've seen some of his TikToks. These guys are real ass. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually all in on Jake Paul winning that fight. I might buy it because I want to see Jake Paul <laughs> beat his ass. But um, not, I mean, it's, it's all, it's definitely interesting. I mean, I can see Jake getting a contract with WWE as well. They could be a tag team. They're two different personalities, two different body types, two different ways of carrying themselves. So, you know, Logan could be that high flyer while Jake's that, uh, uh, that power guy, a brawler yeah. guy. Yeah, he's got the the punches and everything so it's just it it, it definitely many options and i hope that uh logan sticks around for a while because he is fun as hell to watch i can't he was fun Hey, remember uncle johnny you said last week when do you ever like lean forward that match had me go oh and i called it too i said that the one punch thing
1: yeah you texted
0: me and chicanery yeah. yeah, that's exactly what happened. I was like, <laughs> I got it. I know this shit too well. Somebody get me on the booking committee.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you texted me. You were like, did you just lean forward? No. <laughs> I
0: mean, because that was the best. Like, honestly, when you talk about wrestling, that is like the best thing I've heard. it hears somebody say, is, "It was like, good." Like, when what when has wrestling made you lean forward recently? And you're right. Like, it doesn't happen very much often now. No. So in those moments when it does and you're seeing it and you lose yourself in a match, they, they've done their job to the fullest. Like, that's, so, I, that, that,
2: that, That's how you know they got it right.
0: Yep. Like the Usos and New Day had a match tonight for the tag team titles on, on SmackDown. Yeah. I was watching it and, you know, there's always, you know, the, the breakups and all this stuff and everything else in the matches, you know, where the, where the other team comes in, dives in to save it or whatever. And that was a match that the crowd was going nuts for. I was watching it, doing the whole, like, oh, like, kind of thing. Like, it was just a good, man. You're like, that's what pro wrestling is. Like, let's get back to that, because that shit is fun.
1: Yeah. yeah. Triple H is doing it, though, man. I, know. Like, I don't think it's been this exciting in years.
0: Yeah, I agree. Especially so- now because you have the two companies again. Well, I'm not an AEW guy. I still read up on what they're doing. I listen to the Jim coordinate podcast. Like I talked about, talked about last week. I enjoy hearing what's going on, but their style isn't really for me. Like I've tried to watch it and I just can't get into it. Um, I'm definitely yeah. a WWE guy through and through them. I mean, it's what I've watched since I was, you know, diving off couches at my grandparents' house. Yeah. Um, yeah. so it's just what I prefer. I prefer a baby face, uh, company so (laughs) it's just what's for (laughs) me um but it's definitely it's been fun to watch recently so i hope it keeps going i'd like the boys to get back into it especially with it being in philly next year wrestlemania because i will gladly go to the link to catch that shit
1: yep how does that work now is it two days do you buy a ticket for one day or does it
0: i think you could do both or or one or whatever like okay i would probably go to saturday because yeah Right. I got to go to work on Monday. I've done that once before. I don't want to do that again. Right. But, all right. So next year, all of us, we're going to mes- WrestleMania. Be ready.
2: Sounds good. right.
0: I'm down. But all right. I have nothing else. Do you gentlemen have anything that you would like to discuss in the world of sports? Anything related to cricket, Johnny, that you've really been watching recently?
1: No, no, it's hasn't been as exciting lately as it normally is. So yeah,
0: no games have, no matches have gone six days. Well, since
1: since the Queen, it's just, you know, they, they took a hiatus. That is fun. World Cup starts in two weeks. I uh, did yeah. see Soccer. that. Yeah, that'll be fun.
0: I'll watch, so, but I don't I don't expect much out of the USA. So let's go America. That's We're it. probably not gonna make it out of the group. Hey, you never know. We'll beat Iran, but we got to play england and wales and both are pretty tough so but we'll see yep. we'll see but uh we we're going to try to get eric back on the show here pretty soon hopefully we're going to try to figure out a better day that works for him for recording um okay. so it'll be a four man booth hopefully soon but until then uh we will chat next friday unless something
1: changes
2: gentlemen you guys good with that
1: down whatever, bud. I,
2: I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I'm gonna <laughs> learn sign language, also.
0: <laughs> Listen, if that big ass gorilla
2: can learn it, you can learn it too.
1: It's true. Well, he <laughs> had
0: Robin Williams help. So, so here's the thing. I like I liked Brian Van Gorder's hand, hand signals back in the day. Um, but <laughs> old Notre Dame uh, defensive coordinator. My father will get that joke if he listens this long. Um. <laughs> yeah. All right. But since that's all we have guys, thank you as always for joining me. I've had a blast these past four weeks. I'm glad to be back at it. So, and again, happy veterans day to all those that, uh, that, uh, have served. We appreciate you. Yep.
2: Yeah, and gentlemen, no, thank you. And I promise next week will be better. That's why I didn't, I tried to keep it low this week and not say a lot.
1: Hey, you got oh. a tropical storm going on, the
0: genres, so you're good. <laughs> Some bitch named Nicole is smashing your house right now. <laughs> <laughs> but all right boys thank you so much i'll see you next week all right
1: all right gentlemen all right gentlemen.
0: have, all right, have everyone,
1: a good night later you too all right. bye, bye.